nerd. I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? We interrupt this program for an important message from Nerdables. Welcome to the Walking Dead cast. This week I'm joined by Mikey and Ethan, and we are discussing the episode for season, what, seven? Episode 14, The Other Side. So, Welcome to The Other Side. Break on through The Other Side. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. Break on through the, through to the Other Side. So anyways, Ethan, tell us about The Other Side. Well, you know, it's the opposite <laughs> side of where you are. It's why the chicken crossed the road. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So we have two episodes left after this one. Yes. And this one was moving some players into place. It's mm-hmm. it's been on a similar trend since the last couple. Yeah. Very little. Very little happens, but the fillers and mending relationships, creating relationships. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. What it was. I mean, it's, uh, we got confirmation that Jesus is gay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we kind of knew that because they produced it a little bit more prominently. In the yes, but it wasn't mentioned in show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just a very passing little thing where mm-hmm. Jesus is telling Maggie and the one part in the beginning. He's never had luck with any relationships. And We're just getting close to anybody. Getting close to anyone. Friends. friends mm-hmm. Boyfriends. And that was you know, basically the end of it. If you didn't listen very carefully, then you didn't. You missed it. Yeah. Um, so we opened the show. We spent most of this episode in Hilltop. Um, we see that, that, I guess, Maggie, Sasha, Eden, and uh, Ida, 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 whatever her. I never get her name right. E-N-I-D. E-N-I-D. Four letters. <laughs> Dying backwards, okay. That's what we're going to call her. Eden. Dying backwards. Enid. Enid. There we go. Enid. I'm speaking dyslexic. You can say dying backwards. But I can't say Enid. Um, they're all living, I guess, in Jesus' trailer. Yeah. I didn't realize that they were all in his trailer. I mean, I was wondering why he walked. I mean, probably like, well, yeah. He says, oh, we have someone here. So, yeah, Gregory's getting to be kind of an odd little tool. I mean, you say this time, you know, he before you saw him drinking bourbon and everything, but when Simon had mentioned last time from the Saviors, had mentioned that he drinks gin, he changed his drink to match him. He's a total kid's ass. And then we see at this one, he changes it because Simon says... It's almost like he is playing Simon Says. Which I'm still surprised that he didn't give up. Like, when he took Simon aside, yeah. he didn't give up. That, hey, yeah, Maggie and Sasha and Dale, what's going on with that? Well, I think that they would kill him because they were he was harboring them. Even though... That, well, yeah. But he... Uh, 
but yeah, I, the way they made it look like last last weekend towards the you know, when they did their little trailer thing, made it look like he, he was trying to give him up. But that didn't seem to be the case. Well, it also made it look like last week that they're there for Daryl, yeah. and they're actually there yeah. for the doctor. Yeah, so that brings us into the show. The the saviors show up. They they they're telling Simon, "Hey, we're not here," or telling uh, uh, Gregory, "Hey, we're not really here for our normal <laughs> offering. Just we need something. Just point us in the right direction." And it does make it look like they're looking for Daryl, which it also shows you how much of how separate Negan keeps his outpost because Negan should, you know, you would think that with Daryl on the loose, he would have them looking for Daryl because, you know, they went to Alexandria looking for him with the other one of group, mm-hmm. one, the other group. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even made a comment to the, to the kingdom about it at one point, a couple weeks ago, about if Daryl should, you know, if he shows up here, you know, you better let us know or something. Um, and then they make the comment here. They don't make anything here. So it's kind of like they're out, the outposts, depending how far, I guess how far away they get from Negan, know less and less. Does it seem, but doesn't it seem weird that they wouldn't, they wouldn't have been looking for Daryl too? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we, we see Sasha and uh, Rosita gearing up to go. When the saviors get there, they take off. Um, we get to see a little bit of the relationship between Sasha and Rosita mending or growing or becoming. Yeah, while they're while they're on the road getting to where they need to go, they're both very standoffish with each other. Um, you can tell there's potentially a bit of tension between the two of them because of you know what happened with Abraham between the two of them. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and it just made it seem like they hate each other. And then once they reach their destination, and they're sitting and waiting, it kind of turns into a bonding moment for the two of them, which they mend their relationship. Yeah. Um, but then they get, we also see that they're not, I mean, they have to be pretty far away. I hope so. Because they... I don't know how long they can range that gun. That's a pretty heavy-duty yeah. uh, sniper rifle. But it, they, it just seemed like, you know, they were right across the street from where all this was happening, which would have been really an eye shot. Even with the range, though, it seems like Negan should know that's a nice building. But I don't know, it's a perfect place yeah. for that reason. You think he would maybe station a sentry out there? The, yeah, that's... <laughs> security patrol? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a nice strategic spot for a sniper to be. Okay. Or at least a lookout or a guard or something. Maybe he feels like there's no need for it. Because he doesn't he feel threatened. Yeah. That's very possible, is that he, he's, he's gotten, I mean, so complacent, especially around his own factory or whatever, you know, yeah. his own, his own uh, compound. But that's understandable before he came into contact with Rick's people. But now that he thinks, because he thinks he's got Rick completely under control now. But then that's stupid. Yeah, but you also got to think, I mean, if he's got as many outposts as he, as he presumably has, yeah. then he's got to be feeling pretty I mean, safe here. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, and he, and he does have a lot of guards. The way that Rick acts towards him, he doesn't make it seem like I'm gonna do anything about. It. I hate you, but I'm not gonna do anything. You, yeah. you know, type of deal. Well, he's put Rick through so much yeah. that he's pretty much got him like he's beat down. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we see them there. They they see Eugene. They start to they hear Eugene on the walkie-talkie and hear what Eugene's role is there, and they obviously think that Eugene is con game, which we've said before. And then they decide to go down because they got to get closer. Well, they, they couldn't get a clean shot of Negan. Yes. So that's why they said, okay, well, we're going to have to go in. So. And then, well, the walkie-talkie message also kind of tells them that Negan's going to be in the boudoir and that you know, Eugene is in charge, so if you have anything, go to him. And it does make it sound like Eugene saw them. Because he says, you know, hey, you know, anybody in the outside surrounding areas, if you got any questions or whatever, you know, so it does seem like well, he looked up, so right, he's not expecting anything, so. right. Well, he he mentioned sniping, so that's why I kind of figured it was. Yeah, yeah he's like, yeah, any of you guys in the surrounding buildings, any up there, snipers, things like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I thought, oh, it, he he saw them. It made it sound like he was talking to them and allowing him. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm, I'm okay, just go. Could have been. That's what we thought. Well, until, yeah, until they... Well, even his real reaction, it, it is still... Yeah, I mean, you know, this is the first time... We've said this before. This is the first time Eugene feels safe. Yeah. And useful. So, and, you know, and if he's safe and useful for Negan, then, you know, he's safe in this world. At least for now. Um, but it feels like if, he, if he's on Negan's side, he can't get killed. Yeah. So Sasha and, and, and Rosita had said so they got each other's backs and everything. So then we see them sneaking, trying to sneak into the compound, and they see Eugene. They try to get Eugene out, which he doesn't. He takes off. Um, well, he basically, like, just leave. Like, I didn't ask you to yeah, come leave me, leave me alone, guys. I don't not going yeah. Just run to the side. So we see Sasha cutting the gate open and she goes in while while Rosita's keeping guard, but Sasha locks uh puts a bike lock on the yeah, thing and keeps Rosita out. So she betrays her to a degree because she wants to keep Rosita safe and she feels she's the one that needs to do this, you know, to avenge Abraham. Um that pretty much leaves where the episode was. I mean that's it, it was an hour long, but it was very short. There wasn't a whole lot of... I guess another filler episode of the, the build-up for the big final... Two episodes? episodes. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, you can tell next week it's going to be a big episode. You know, Rick will be back in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like you know everybody is gearing up to the, the big season finale. Yeah. Um... But what do you, so, based on the comic book, it really seems like Sasha is becoming the Holly character. Well, it's like we were saying before, I think both of them are still holding qualities to Holly. It's not, I don't think Sasha's taking the whole role of Holly, no. but I think they're, <laughs> I think they're both, yeah. 
Did it look like to you like when they the last thing they showed was Rosita? Did it look like she got stopped by something? Like she saw somebody yeah. or something? Yeah. Harold. You think? Yeah. 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 The crossbow. Either that or or Dwight. Here didn't look well done. No, I don't think so. Dwight also has a crossbow, but um, I don't know. But Dwight's hair is also kind of shoulder length. It's kind of. But they both have about the same length of hair. My thing is, you know, living playing the devil's advocate. You know, yeah, it could be Daryl because he just asked uh, Jesus where they went, so he kind of knew. But my to flip that, it's Dwight. Back to Rick and say, hey, let me help you out. Yeah, that that seems like it would be more of uh, Dwight fulfilling his comic book role. That's my that's my uh, assumption. Yeah, that's my my assumption. So, was there anything about this episode that really stood out to you guys as um, good, bad, or indifferent? A lot of dead air there. <laughs> I enjoyed the first every ten minutes. I, I like the main dialogue and the music they chose yeah. to play over the images. That was really good. Yeah, we should say the beginning of the episode before you got to the to the actual Walking Dead musical <laughs> intro, the title role was. I think we we said there was almost like three lines at the very very end of it, and it was showing. Top, basically what was going on while we were at the kingdom and all these other things mm-hmm. catching up where last week ended where Rosita confronts uh, Sasha at the graves and it caught right up to that moment and then it went into the opening role came back with everybody sitting there but they did they went through Daryl sitting there so you knew Daryl was back they were just eating just doing things it was like almost everyday life now it's like I was saying that when we were watching it, if you haven't seen Hilltop for a while, so they kind of want to make it like, here's what's been happening. Yeah, Hilltop. You see, you see that they're training the Hilltoppers. They're yeah. training them. They're, they're building crops. They're uh, like building, uh, you know, uh, fruitful crops and things like that. Yeah, and they have their they have their blacksmith building uh, yeah, spears and whatnot. Yeah. Um. No, I just it, it's weird to see. An episode of this, I mean, I, I guess it's not weird because it's getting to be very common with this show for not a lot to happen in an episode. I mean, action wise. You're right, you're always going to have it before the storm. Yeah. So. The calm before the storm, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. Um, so, you think where we are compared to the comic book with getting close to all out war, you still have the feeling that it's going to end in the same spot? Where after yeah. the first strike of Rick and them, yeah, mm-hmm. we even see in the preview for next week that they're on a convoy. Yeah. So, but is yeah. that a, the, see that was because we also see that they go back to seaside, oceanside, seaside, oceanside. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. So, and there's a lot of explosions going on at oceanside. So. Yeah, I mean, one there's there's a story to fill with. Junkyard group. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with Tara, you know, last time we saw Tara telling Rick, hey, I'm not talking to her, so forth. Yep. 
you know, and then seeing the preview for next week or the next two weeks when they go to Oceanside. So I almost wish that the Saviors would be attacking Oceanside and Rick's group saves them. Oh, just like a faction of the Saviors? Yeah, like one of the outposts uh, is attacking them and they save them. Whereas, opposed to Rick's group attacking them and just taking everything, because yeah. that's what that's what it appears from the from what we saw. That's what it seems like it could be. Because you see, yeah, because you, you see them crossing the river and you know, and like getting ready for signals or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I I kind of hope that I, I wish they would go with more of a route where Rick's group is the the saviors, yeah. <laughs> they're they're saving the group from the, the actual saviors. <laughs> I mean that that way you know it's not like Tina, Tina, uh, Tara didn't betray them. You know, they're, and even though that she does betray them, they're there. It ends up being beneficial that she yeah, does. It's, thankfully, yeah. You, yeah, then that way they come along as willingly and yeah. more instead of being forced. It says a lot more for Rick's group and says they're they're Most different the, than the others. The fact for Rick's group is supposed to be the good guys versus yeah, and then, you know, Saviors being the bad guys. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but yeah. it would it seems like that seem would be that scenario would be better written for the show. Yeah, and hopefully the writers did do that. Um. Any expectations for the end of the season? I mean, I know we kind of covered that already. Yeah, no, I think it's still going to end. End on the note with, you know, either Negan or Rick saying, well, I guess we're going to war or something to that effect. You know, it's just <laughs> in unison. <laughs> and then they're going to go, gee, show me a Coke. They'll look at the split screen. <laughs> <laughs> Only break the fourth wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of glad the season's wrapping up because I know that there was so much filler to this season because you want All Out War to be its own season. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be surprised if next year they tag it and just you know, Walking Dead, colon, <laughs> All Out War. That'd be a long. Long well, that's what I mean. Season. Even with the even with the the trades, well, it says just, you know, Walking Dead, all that war. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's, yeah. Well, I think they could drag it out. The war itself was not that long. Well, that's why I think. I mean, they could. <coughs> to me, they could have almost done the first half of the season leading up to all that war. The second half of the season, all out war, and be done with it. But I think the two reasons why they didn't, well, three, for a TV show series, that'd be way too short. And it wouldn't be as impactful as this long buildup. Two, you run the risk of it being too short and losing people's interest. And three, you catch up to the books even faster. This way, you give yourself more time to... Distance yourself from the from where they are in the books. You know, you, is if the books come out like what? There's twelve a year. 
right? So eventually you are going to catch up. Yeah. So you, you oh, it's just like Game of Thrones. Exactly. So you, you've got you've got to have that that spacing, and the more you can prolong that, the better you are, especially when the show is still as hot as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the season finishes out. Um, anybody, anybody got anything else? As I stumble through that, I don't think that we covered everything. Yeah, it, it's interesting that um, that you bring that up because we, you know, you, Maggie makes the comment to Daryl that since he's been there, he hasn't spoken to her, he hasn't looked at her. Yeah, he hasn't spoken to her since uh, Glenn died. Yeah. yeah, I don't even think he barely looked at her when he arrived back in Toronto. Right. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he has so, either. Well, he feels probably still feels. Well, he says it. He says it in this episode. It was my fault because when he, after they shoot, remember, if you remember the beginning of the season, they kill Abraham. Daryl jumps up yeah. to fight and he actually hits Negan. And he punches Negan. And that's he pun- yeah, he punches Negan and that's why they end up killing Glenn because... Like, I gave you the first one's free, but this one says something like, the first one was free, but then there's this one. And instead of killing Daryl, because he likes, because he, he yeah. sees that, he, well, maybe I can turn this guy. If I turn this guy, he's going to be a great asset. You know, he could, he could be one of my lieutenants. So they, they take out Glenn, which, you know, was the big, also the big swerve from the comic. If we kill Abraham first, everybody goes, oh, God, they changed it. And then, the, you know, it's a surprise that they actually kill Glenn. And, yeah, so he does feel responsible. And Negan tells it. He even mentioned it, you know, when he first, when they, even in that first episode, he mentions it to Daryl. He says to Daryl, it's your fault. This one's on you. And that's when he hits Glenn. So, yeah, he does feel responsible for it. And, yeah, think about that. So, you know, even though it's been months for us, it's still been a few, you know, least a month or so for them yeah. so he's still you know it's still very close off to them yeah exactly yeah well Glenn's one of those guys that helped him see the light yeah. come over to you're the good side yeah yeah um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good episode. This has been an interesting season, though. Uh, and we've had some really deviations from the comic book, and then we've stayed pretty close to it. The thing is, it, it's been a slow season. But Very it's been, slow. But it's been good. It's not, it's not a season where it's, like, slow and nothing really happens. Yeah, season two? Yeah, basically. There's things that happen, but not on, like, an action side of it. But, yeah, you know, it still gives you a story. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that was the other thing was with as as intense as the season started, you had to take it down some, especially if you needed to get back up to the end of the season where 
it is very intense, and you get all out. Mm-hmm. You get to all out war. There was a somber feeling at the beginning, and now it's like you know, they even try to get out to like kill. Yeah. Whoever. Yeah. All those guys. Well, we're on it. Do you think they will kill Negan and change that from the comic book? It depends how much they just <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> Just because, I think, you know, then, just because going with the, I, I just kind of caught up on the traits with uh, Walking Dead, so I'm like one trait behind. Yeah. Um, but judging on reading that and the storyline with the new villains that are in there and what Negan's role is, because in the comic book, Negan's still alive, you know, Rick, <coughs> Rick didn't want to kill him. Yeah, they put him in jail. <clears throat> and um, I guess there some kids that were messing with Carl, and um, basically something happens where the kid's parents both die. I think it was they got killed on a run or something like that. And so that kid turns to Rick. Um, kind of the same story as with, with uh, Jesse's oldest son. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he, he blamed her for uh, killing him and killing his dad. So basically, um, this kid lets Negan, spoiler alert, it's a couple years down, yeah, it's a couple years down the road, but still, for the comic book people, this is a spoiler, um, this kid lets Negan out of the, the jail and basically says, hey, we gotta go talk to these new villains and get them to come and kill Rick, basically, and so Negan plays this game for a little while before Negan kills this kid. Says, because well, Negan would have been in jail for at least a couple of years. It was, they say it's about a two-year time gap from the end of All Out War to where they were. Because you could put you can put Jeffrey Dean Anderson's character or Negan. Or, I, did, I, say, I did say Anderson. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> you want, do you want to know why? Because when you said Jeffrey Dean Morgan a minute ago, I was thinking to myself, God, I always say Anderson. <laughs> So I put it back in my head. Um, you could have you could have Negan in jail and not go to him. Yeah. You know, and then do your two year thing and then bring Jeffrey Dean Morgan back in two years. Or you just shoot all the scenes. Well, yeah, you could show him in jail a couple of times so that way you just go to him. Yeah. yeah. We don't need to see him for a couple of years. Yeah. Or you were you know, Well he just, has a recording like a recurring role in the comic. He's you just bring, you just bring him in for like an episode or two. Some scenes here and there. Yeah. yeah. So you bring him in for, you know, one or two weeks every... every million dollars. <laughs> every couple, you know... Every, so you bring him in like twice a season, you know, until you catch up. And then you bring him back in and you bring him back on the show for a while. Well, let's see. I mean, they, they've talked about how they're going to fill in that two-year gap. And give them some space between. Yeah, well, we've said it before that they said that they wouldn't get the uh, comic book issue 200 until like season 12. Mm-hmm. And I think, God, go on to season 12. How long do you think you're going to keep these people, you know, these actors? They have Law and Order going on for 20 some years now. Yeah, those are stupid shows. <laughs> those are the same shows over and over again. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Lincoln, you know, the last. The only big thing he really had was Love Actually. Still, no one knew who yeah. he was until he was on Walking Dead. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. That was a guy in Love Actually. Yeah. 
no one else on that show. I mean, other than I'm Lori think, Holden. Well, Lori, yeah, but she's well, not doing. She's that. not really known, known. Right. Bowl the same way. I mean, he was yeah. Well, I think that's what was so great about this show is they didn't have Sarah Wayne Kelly's or Prison Break. Yeah, it was a big show, but her role wasn't that big. I don't think on that. Was it? Oh, I no, never did really see it. Yeah. Uh, I know the show was big. I know. Or, she was like, like she was the girlfriend or wife of one of them. Yeah. Well, Daryl was Boondock Saints. And yeah, but he was just in that regular movie. Yeah, John is right there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Motorcycle enthusiast might like him, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, this show has been their big one. And you, you haven't seen a lot of people that have died off on the show really. Anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, you have a couple. Lori. Clarice is in. Uh, I thought, yeah, I saw the sci fi show, but I can't. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, Lori, what's her name that played Lori? I think it was in the colony, and something else. Yeah. And then um, Andrea was doing a little thing. Yeah. On Chicago. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. She's on Chicago right now too. Yeah. And then Beth was on. She was on that one show. Um, she's done a few things on um, on Arrow or uh, or Flash. And then she was on the uh, a very, very short-lived show that was on ABC, um, Conviction or something. Oh, the one with uh, that one? Yes. Yeah. So she was on that, and then that didn't make it. I don't even think it made it a half a season. So, yeah, I mean... Well, I mean but no one's, one's really, you know... I mean, I know Glenn's doing a few movies and things like that. We don't, I'm just calling, we're calling them by their cast names so people will know who they are real easily. And it's easy just to go through. It's just like when you're on set or stuff, you know, people will start calling you by your, your cast name just because it's so much easier. <laughs> yeah, walk around the set and stuff, somebody going, Andrew Lincoln, Rick, Rick, come here, Rick. Hey, Rick. I wonder how. Yeah. Hey, Rick, we need to leave the farm. <laughs> Carl, come here, Carl. Get to the house, Carl. Get to the craft table, Carl. Carl, get your homework done. Take me to the macaroni picture. <laughs> what did you learn in school today? <laughs> All right, so on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Um, I'm effing your man, <laughs> You think his mom starts calling him Carl? They're like, Carl, come here! <laughs> Damn it, mom, that's not my name! <laughs> she calls out from the floor. Carl, get in the house! <laughs> Carl! His dad just becomes that Rick meme. Carl! <laughs> Carl, get your ass in bed! <laughs> Alright, so now that we're going to wrap things up. So make sure you check us out at facebook.com slash nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and we're on Instagram at Nerdables. 
And make sure you check out the Nerdables podcast as well as commentating. And I think a new uh, declassified Star Wars is coming up. So for Ethan and Mikey, I'm R.A. Say we'll talk to you next time.